0: Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Class 1A Popped Off's My Hero Academia Podcast. As always, I am Andrew Nimsgren, one of your homeroom teachers, but you may know me better as Advert, a.k.a. the Big Business Hero. And alongside me, I have James Graham and Dylan Beale, a.k.a. Apothecary and fanfic how are you guys doing today
1: i'm doing good um i'm excited to talk about my favorite slice of life manga my hero academia vigilantes
2: i don't think it's i don't think it's considered it it it, it is it is a slice life uh, um with the first
1: two chapters i was gonna
2: say it's getting there and that's half my that's half my issue these days (laughs) is it's getting to a slice that's half the reason why i love it oh my god i'm glad one of us does
0: The more you think about it, it kinda is the slice of life version of my hero. I didn't
2: need anybody telling me that. This
0: is like this is bad now. <laughs> I'm a, maybe that's why I like it so much. I mean, these chapters I mean yes, like you say, a little bit towards the beginning, but I mean these last two chapters were not slice of life, uh, is no, all I no. can say. Straight up shonen. But I think I'm super excited for that. And before we get to any of that or even get to the rigmarole all that, I have to ask you two, what's it like living and talking and doing podcasts with a Genius when it comes to predicting the future of manga,
1: because oh, I, I absolutely I knew predicted
0: I absolutely the future knew where Koichi's powers were going. Oh my God. Like, how does it feel to be in the presence of me and just always know what's happening? In manga, because with the, like My Hero, of the regular show, like I know what's happening. I had no idea what's happening here. Nailed it.
1: So, so I was, uh, uh I was like reading through these chapters, and I take notes while I read, so I we can talk about certain stuff here. And I got to that part, and I was like oh, let me write this down because it's really interesting because Andrew actually talked about this. I went, no, he has such an inflated <laughs> ego. It's going to be brought up anyway, so there's no reason for me to He's, write it down.
0: Yeah, I know. That's, that's Andrew to a T. I, I mean, you know me well, and I'm just saying, so from here on out, you ever have a question like, hey, I'm 10 chapters in this new manga. I really want to know how it's going to end. Send me a DM. I'll predict it to you to a T is all I'm trying to get across here. So you're welcome. You're living in the presence of a manga god, you too. So you're welcome. But with that, let's actually jump into our rigmarole before I jump into this week's chapters.
1: Yeah, if you uh, if you want other people to hear about the the prediction king himself, Andrew, uh, make sure you tell all your friends about us and make sure you leave a five star review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on.
2: Yeah, and like he alluded to, if you want to you know get your feedback on a manga that you're ten chapters deep in, hit us up over on Twitter at popped underscore off or email us at contact at poppedoff But.
0: With that, let's dive into chapters 36 through 40 of the My Hero Academia, no, My Hero Academia Vigilantes manga. Got confused there for a second. But with 36, we jump back into early on. Koichi is trying to stop two big men who are arguing, but pretty much gets slapped across the wall. Pop says that he needs to be a little bit more careful because he's been hitting a lot more since he developed his wall-clinging ability. Pop and Koichi go to an idol meeting, and they lead the discussion on merch since Makido is at the hospital. Fan club puts all their kind of insights together alongside the fan club, and they come up with a couple of ideas, of course, including an All Might hoodie by Koichi. Two weeks later, all of the merch does finally arrive with Makido, but instead of them being All Might hoodies, they're Captain Celebrity hoodies, and I pretty much have determined that Koichi is going to hold this grudge for the rest of the manga. But with that, we then do move into chapter 37, where All Might and Namosa, uh Namoma Nawa, can you help me with this? N-A-O-M-A-S-A. It's a police officer. Namosa? Naomasa? Naomasa.
1: Is it the cat one? That's a police...
0: No. <laughs> it's just the regular police officer. It's Makado's older brother. De- I've never said detective. his name because I've always the worried detective. about it. yeah. The detective.
2: Well, the worst part, the worst part is we've heard it anything. in the, the anime, too. <laughs> I know. Okay. Just All Might and the know, detective we'll are having detective. a
0: conversation... Yeah, yeah. We'll go back to One day we'll have this in here. All <laughs> Might and the detective are having a conversation over lunch, where the detective explains his injuries were caused by a recent villain confrontation. All Might says that he would have came on a heartbeat and will help with this um, crime, even so. But the detective declines, saying that he can't go out doing random jobs for just one police officer, as will be obvious that they know each other, that he may be used as a hostage in the future. All Might kind of changes topics by giving him a bag for Makino, who, upon receiving it later on in the chapter, asks a million questions, eventually almost figuring out it's from All Might instead to say it's from All Might Agency, so instead the detective takes it back and uses it himself. Um, Makino also says that in this conversation she will not give up any information on Pop, even though her brother keeps asking for it. Chapter 38, Koichi jumps in to stop a bunch of guys trying to force their female classmates to go on a date with them. During um, dodging all the attacks, he somehow rejects one of the attacks with his quirk, leaving him a little bit confused before getting knocked out. Meanwhile the police are beginning to look more into um, who the speed villain might be, and they realize that it might be an old hero called O'Clock that went AWOL and has not been seen in years. Aizawa and the detective talk at the Hoda Brothers coffee shop about the possibility of it. Meanwhile we see the speed villain who is training his quirk referring to a giant poster of O'Clock as Master. Lastly Koichi is learning how to use his new ability which allows him to shoot off Repulsion Force Blast naming it Scrappy Thrust style. Chapter 39 on patrol Koichi runs into a next level octopus villain When he realizes that he can't stop them, he runs telling everyone to get away to a safe distance. Koichi stops in front of the Hoda brothers' shop and then realizes it was Aizawa who he recognizes from fighting Knuckle Duster earlier on in the series. Aizawa comes out to stop the villain, but can't do it alone and at the end of the chapter is saved by Koichi with one of his scrappy blasts. Meanwhile, in chapter 40, Aizawa, the Hoda brothers, and Koichi all work together to try to take down the next level villain. They begin to take the villain back into the Hoda Brother storage, where they work with the third brother to continue fighting. Eventually, they kind of get him held up in a position that Koichi can begin to attack with a plus ultra version of his Scrappy Blast, but we don't yet know the name of what it is, and that is where the chapter ends. So, like Dylan was saying at the beginning, very slice of life. At the end, we have two great fight scenes with Aizawa, a couple of other I guess vigilantes if you want to call the Hodo brothers the, and Koichi. The
2: Hodo brothers are just straight up criminals, but like Izawa is.
1: Well, they were. <laughs> but okay, okay, I, 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 I they're not like criminal
2: criminals. No, they're not. they're not. They're not. They're like petty criminals. Like they're like yeah. They've they've quickly become like my like my favorite addition to like the cast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do too. I love all three. And the I will talk about the older brother. I um, once we get to that chapter, but he's. I think he's my best. Come after. in, yeah. But. But yeah, so just kind of going on the earlier one. So, Koichi is getting his ass beat, with the, even though he's getting new abilities, still getting his ass beat, and he, the All Might, I mean, yeah, just Chapter 36, what did you guys think about that?
2: Well, yeah, go um, go ahead, Dylan. I thought it was
1: good. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was good. Um, I, I, I like the little, like, running gags that they always have. Um, I, That's something about the series I really like, so... I don't know, just, just the whole thing of him, like, sticking to walls, and and it resulting in him just getting hit more often. It's just really funny to me.
2: Yeah, no, like, uh, I, I like the fact that they show him, like, having this massive learning curve, being like, well, I got a new power, and now I'm just using it too much, and it's not my usual thing, so I'm getting my ass kicked, right? Like, I mean, because he's doing it, like, all the time now, and he's just like, well, now I'm just getting beat up more, right? So.
0: But yeah. And, but, yeah, they show it in a way of him just getting beat up more. Like, it, like it's all kind of in the background. Pop's like, oh, wow, since you started using that, you're getting hit a lot more. Instead of in the regular My Hero, we just have, like, a whole episode training montage of Deku doing the same thing over and over again. So, like, they're referring to, like, hey, you're obviously training in the background, but we don't need to see you clinging on the wall and getting beaten up 18 times to realize that you're actually trying to develop your quirk. Like, is, she made a one-off comment. We all understand, like, oh, wow, yep. This has probably been a week or two since he had developed this quirk, he's been trying it out, it's still clearly not going very, very well. Like, I think that's the one thing that like, yes, this was a more slice of life because they're talking about merchandise <laughs> for half the chapter and talking about the idol group, like that's as much of a main character as Koichi is in a couple of these chapters. But at the same time, we also understand of how Koichi developing as a hero off one or two comments Pop makes. I'm like, okay, cool, that's all the hero we need for this uh, chapter. Pretty much, yeah. yeah.
1: I also really like the the running gag of the, the All Might hoodies, too. God. And Alex, how, he, I, how they got the c- Captain Celebrity one, and he's like, no, it's not the same. He's
0: like, he's absolutely." I audibly laughed at that on the plane, and I felt like such an idiot. It's, it's, such, it's such a good gag, because it's like, oh, like, sure, yeah, we'll do the hoodies. Why not? And then, of course, it's Captain so I mean, Celebrity. I didn't even think about that. God, I, I am embarrassed at how hard I laughed at that on the <laughs> he's plane. He's so upset, man. I'm such looks. a fan. But. And then, yeah, going back into it, starting to kind of transition over, finally getting our first appearance of All Might. At the beginning of the chapter, he beats up two villains in, like, two seconds. Like, it's literally two <laughs> panels, and then he flies away. Um, but we started to get a lot more de- a lot more of the detective, a lot more of All Might. Definitely leaning a lot more towards that kind of, like, getting involved with the police that we talked about very early on. But overall, what do you think of the chapter?
1: So I really like what they show with All Might, because we, we always describe uh, Vigilantes as showing, like, the world really well. And it just showed like what All Might looks like from a city that's not his main city, and the fact that he literally just flies through and fixes the problem, and he's like not even there, yeah, because he just literally fly- flies through really quickly, and it's already fixed because he's he's, he's All, Might. All Might. He's so strong that he doesn't actually need to be around very long for these for these situations to be resolved. I'm
2: pretty sure they don't actually even finish like the dialogue. For him, like that's how fast he's there. He like literally inter- introduces himself, and then he's like, he's not even in the next panel. He's just gone, right? So, yeah, I, I like that, and I like it. It it shows too how long him and the detective have had their relationship for too, because like as we said, like a hundred times, this is like a couple years before the actual the actual show. So we know that he's been having this relationship with the police for such a long time. Or specifically this detective, I think. Because not even the rest of the police station know that All Might's been
0: there and giving
2: him free shit.
0: <laughs> Do you think there is a chance we see All Might get injured in the series? Uh, you mean... F- Remember how we got injured and like he had that big gush on his side? It was like two years before, um like the regular season like remember like in the very first episode we're introduced that, like all might can't keep in his big form I, as of right now i think that injury hasn't happened no yet, right?
2: it's hard to tell because like with with small might um like you know that's when he like all might when he's in in like the big form is all like a like it's almost like a charade kind of thing like it's it's how he powers up but if you see him when he's younger he's just perpetually like that right so i think i think it's easy enough to deduce that the injuries already happened why he needs to like alternate between these two forms or else he would just be all might all the time if he hadn't sustained the like the really
0: wicked injury that's it that's
2: a, that's kind of well, my theory
0: that's a good point because we do see small might
2: I so i i actually i disagree
1: with that um because i think he would probably want to go into small might form whenever he is kind of like um trying to keep things on the down low which he is trying to do with the police uh right now like he's not trying to advertise the fact hey i'm all my obviously so like it would make sense for him to not be in his main form
2: yeah we, yeah we just don't know if it's like an option way before the injury you know what i mean so
1: i i think if we do see it though it would be in like a everyone's watching the news kind of thing because like didn't it happen when he fought um all for one
2: I don't know if it was like, because he says it's somebody else, but they never actually like circle back and say who it was. I don't think, I don't think they ever readdress who, who the villain was that did it. Cause he says, For what? he said it was off the books. It, like, it was around the same time as like the toxic chainsaw incident, but I don't think it was. Yeah. Um, I don't,
0: it, it's kind of implied that I think it was one, it and it was five years before the uh, the series started. So I think that happened way before this. Yeah. Movie. Okay. There we go. Okay, but also there. I mean, I was just telling you we're doing some Google. I like did All always have his skinny form and all that. That's a whole topic <laughs> we could have, like uh, for the entire show and talk about that. But no, I, I don't think there's any chance. This is just something I brought up. I'm like, oh hey, that'd be something really cool to wrap into. That like the big bad here, like we end up seeing kind of Koichi in the background of seeing like the big bad fight um, All Might. But I don't think that's going to happen here. But nonetheless, it's still super cool to see him and all that, and I loved. Um, their interaction going back and forth like they're good buddies like these two are best friends too and just it gives a good idea of showing how the world is and we only see All Might and the detective interact like after something's bad or when they're on like the case like no these are two just catching up and like All Might's worried about him and giving his sister a gift and all that so very much shown that all might actually is a really good dude
2: just well. all might's capable of having friends which i really like <laughs> like he's not just like you know it, it shows a very human-esque side which you don't really get um even really in the show i find you don't get this like he's just a, like he's just another dude you know what i mean so
0: yeah i think season one he got that like when he was humble or even like when he bowed to deku's mom like there's only been a couple moments where he really feels yeah. human. There's like when he was talking to Deku, honestly, in the first couple of episodes, but after he gave Deku his quirk, he's pretty much been Full. like that on-camera personality yeah. almost all the time. Like, so that, that is actually true.
2: Yeah. Very, but, very like picturesque
0: kind of thing. But going on. Oh, don't go. Ahead. Yeah. So,
1: so one thing I, I did want to talk about, which I think is probably the most important thing um, in these uh couple chapters um, because it, has a really cool commentary on their society um when he's talking with uh what's the name of the one uh hotter brother I saw, I, I so I
2: don't one. think he's actually related to the other two he oh, well but in, yeah, in yeah, that, yeah yeah in yeah, yeah, group, uh, regardless. Com, so, again, yeah yeah come yeah
1: uh, yeah whenever he's uh commenting um on the society it's half baked society and it's not ready for people like him i was like oh that totally makes sense right cuz like it it like paints this like uh this background that we like kind of think about but really solidifies it um so it, it it just dives into the fact that yeah like some people are becoming like basically too big with their quirks and they don't know what to do with them and because society um has that thing of where each generation quirks are getting wilder so to speak um they're not ready for that and they're like there's all these like um for lack of a better terms like monster quirks what do we do what do we do with all these people and like um i think aizawa was just be was just like yeah like go to the government and like they'll give you special housing for it or whatever and he's like no that's 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 like not living in dignity or whatever and i think that i think that's so interesting and so cool because it's it's something that we probably could have speculated on and thought about but like it really wraps it up in a really cool package because it's like all the things that we know we know that quarks, you know, are starting to appear way, way quicker with each generation, and they're be- becoming more intense. We know that um, the timeline for it's super short, and we know that, like, the government doesn't exactly uh, treat everyone with quarks kind of equal. You know, they kind of give that, like, weird, like, really hands-on lens to, like, who can even use their quarks and stuff like that, so um i actually really i think that was my favorite part about all these chapters was getting that conversation even though it was only like two panels
2: yeah but it was it was like a quality two panels though you know what i mean like he like i don't want to say he was monologuing but he was having like a conversation with aizawa about basically like you know what because because the other thing was too is that he didn't have a choice to become as big as he was right because he was he was bioengineered to basically become that right so um that's what i think is really interesting is that like they, they, they even bring in like the fact that like that's what the other giants do is like you know they go into these like like it, they don't make them sound like they're like it's a good setup at all right so it means to me that like the, the yeah you kind of get that extra lens on the rest the the rest of like the the, the hero society or like the the quirk society and how like kind of behind on itself it is right so but i do love the fact that he like gets real pissed off when they upset his like his afternoon tea like he's he, yeah. he's a he's a good character. I'm a, I'm a big i I'm a big fan of this whole dynamic they've got going on.
0: Yeah, that's, it's all good and if I took notes like Dylan did, I'd definitely write this is something that Dylan brought up. <laughs> because the second you brought that up, I, it doesn't surprise me all. Like that's definitely a you kind of conversation too, and I I think it is really interesting. That is stuff that, yeah, this is this whole manga why it tells a great story, it also builds out the world. Like I feel like it does it's done as much World building, and it has taught us as much cool stuff about the world of My Hero, and has has taught us about Koichi and Knuckle Duster and all them. Like I think it's literally fifty percent. I love the story. Fifty percent. They're talking about things and showing characters interacting in a way that we don't think of for the regular season. That would like we translate that over, and maybe we could explain something that happens in the show or why someone feels a way better because of what we know about Vigilante
1: yeah i think it's very very apparent that the uh the author um is just a really big fan of horikoshi's work i mean um just really wants to dive into it and just go hey like what are the cool things about this universe that we don't know and where can i kind of uh um build those out and i think that's so awesome Um
0: Horikoshi's still a
1: co-writer on this though right he he's i think he's a co-writer but he's not the main writer no, actually, I think he's just an advisor. He's just an advisor, uh, yeah. I'm looking at the authors, and it's... Yeah,
0: oh, original concept by Harkoshi. So, is this canon? N- no, no, no.
2: Yeah, no, it is. Yeah,
0: because, like, I mean,
2: yeah, like, I mean, he's, like, like, I mean, Dylan said, he's probably, like, an advisory kind of role more than anything, right?
1: Yeah, like, yeah, it- it's just that. And the main is, uh, uh, Furuhashi is, is the main writer for this. Yes. And so, like, all these things, I'm sure, are probably, like he probably goes to and he's like hey by the way i here's the outline of things i want to talk about what's off limits what can i write in the
2: canon you know yeah i almost I, I like i almost prefer this medium of them being delivered you know what i mean like oh like or like the fleshing out of the world i mean i know i understand with like a, like an anime you 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 know you have like this dedicated block of like i got to get x amount of content in here at the same time and i got to force some stuff because it, you know it perpetuates the, the main story and stuff like that but with this, it just feels like it's a lot more like casually building out the world, which I I think is a, is a, a, at least for me a medium I appreciate more than it having to, like the only time you get this the the world fleshed out is when it's a part of the main dialogue. You know what I mean? Whereas this, it's just like again you have this this dude who's got like you know he's now gigantified and it's like you know what is he gonna do right? Like it's so it's much more casual and like all, like off to the side, and I, I think I like that a lot more
1: yeah and the only thing that like would make this series actually basically just how like western comics do it is that if they were just uh running side by side in terms of timeline, um because this 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 is actually like the setup for so many like western comics of where it's like you have your main uh here here's here's you know superheroes avengers fighting or whatever and then in in the side comic you have like you know this part of the world being brought out with the stakes being much lower but you're still getting like a really good backbone and good information that way too so um it, it does it does take a lot from that and i think that's pretty pretty cool
0: yeah i agree um so i guess really from here it's kind of jump into 38 then we'll talk about the two battle chapters kind of together but koichi is really so yeah we have o'clock talking about that at all and i think it's pretty much the flash is kinda that kinda
2: how I took this? O'clock is the I flash? Like O'Clock like okay, aesthetically O'Clock is the flash. <laughs> like like yes. like but I think there's definitely some some differences in his in the in the two powers, right? So but, well, but yeah, like
0: but not, it's not a clear Yeah, yeah.
2: But like I mean like every time I get characters like this introduced to me, I'm like I need content about them. About him, about um about uh crimson riot and stuff like that like this this old guard of like heroes like i as soon as they these guys get mentioned at all like i'm just like fuck man just give me a bunch of that shit but at the same time though i'm really happy that even bringing up o'clock they talk about like hero retirement and like what happens with these guys and like you know what they do to kind of remove themselves so they're no longer targeted anymore right like it was it was a really really cool conversation brought in just by like by this villain and stuff like that who i think the villain is super cool too i'm really like i and i love that he like he mirrors himself after a clock just trying to like basically one-up him with what he did right with the signature hits being four to eight
1: so i just want to talk about like the, sh- the the villain structure right now and like what we know and like where the pieces fit in because like i feel like it was uh a little bit vague at first um before like we really started getting things solidified so i kind of want to run it by you guys and just make sure things are correct um, so we had Queen, and Queen was being given trigger by
2: this guy. Um. I. So I, I. So they both have had conversations with somebody on a phone. But so we don't know if Queen was communicating with Oclock Plus or they were because Oclock was or like Oclock's like uh, you know student was talking to somebody else as well at the beginning of his introduction. Right. So for me, it's like I'd almost deduce it as they're both talking to the same person and they're just two different offshoots of this one like overarching
1: well what well, we we saw we saw a person in a suit with a with a briefcase with the with like the the face was obscured a little mm-hmm.
0: bit. I don't think that's this guy
1: because uh, it looked it looked fairly similar and it did the face up like obscured yeah. as well. so that's why I thought it was the same person,
0: but didn't we also have like knuckle duster like when he ran into Aizawa, remember when, like, they beat up a suited guy that had trigger, like, in the dolls and stuff? I thought that was the guy in the suit giving out the trigger to those coming lower level people. That he was just kind of like a middleman is what I thought. But that was very early on is when Knuckle oh, Duster and Aizawa yeah. fought. It's because Knuckle Duster was causing a commotion over the suit.
2: Yeah, guy. that was, I think, I think yeah. those were the same people. And he was just like a, yeah, like a dealer kind of thing okay yeah you're you're right see that's why i was a little confused because uh, they, they kept doing the
1: face of, 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 like obscuring yeah thing, and that's
0: which yeah. felt weird and they just showed his face but i think queen and oh, two o'clock nice I nice i like that I <laughs> um they're probably their comrades i think they're pretty much on the same level because um uh, like he was the one that grabbed queen's beat i i at least oh I'm he was sure too yeah, yeah he yeah. was yeah that's right so they knew each other, but I don't think there's like a higher up. they clearly, like when he made that one-off comment, like "Oh, this is all that's left of you," kind of sounds more of like a something you'd say to someone on the same yeah. level versus someone below you. Yeah. So I think they're just two kind of one-offs, and no one near the big bad. But I think that doesn't mean that two clocks probably much more dangerous than Queen. Obviously, we've seen that. But so he's higher in terms of scariness, but I don't think he's higher in terms of yeah, higher.
1: yeah. So I think. Does, does that mean that uh
2: probably o'clock
1: is like the big bad in this you no think?
0: i think o'clock's dead he's
2: either dead or he's actually in hiding like i think that those are like kind of what i'm extrapolating from this and we don't even really know if this guy is a student like they allude to it but i don't even know if he was a student or he was just somebody who looked up to him similar to like uh i go ahead
0: i could see this being one of the first people to get a quirk from one for all
2: oh maybe yeah, because he like idolized him so much. That he
0: took that he took it from O'clocking. O'Clock, gave it to two o'clock, and I, I mean, ultimately, One for All is out there still at this point. I think One for All is the big, 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 big bat. I don't think we're ever gonna get to him in this version, but I definitely think he's in the hierarchy. Like there's gonna be a mention of him at some point. I think who fighting is gonna be like a layer or two below them. But I could see that playing in, because Dylan, you made this mention earlier that some of these uh, like next level villains are like the first generations of Nomus, And in order for the Nomus to exist, quirk extraction and implementation has to work, because that's how they do. They overload a single person for Nomus, which requires all for one's quirk
1: yeah uh, yeah maybe? without without going into into manga spoilers i think that's kind of what it's that's not a spoiler we've talked about that uh is it i don't think we, we, we talked... we're getting we're, we're getting real close oh, yeah, you're so right, right you're yeah. right you're right but but i'm yeah. saying like no, it's, it's I'm w- without without myself elaborating going into <laughs> manga spoiler territory um i i think that's about what it is i i think I think I agree that it's somewhere in the beginning of like these are probably kind of Nomu offshoots. It's something related to Nomu, um, just because of like the engineering. So I agree. I think it's it's related to uh to to one one all, all for one. Yeah, it's related to yes. all for one in some aspects. I just don't I just don't know where the where the lines go to get to him from here. Yes,
2: I like. I mean, uh, I get to see something. Yeah, like I mean, I don't know. I'd almost be i'd almost be a little disappointed if it did all like line back up for all for one but i mean like it almost has to you know what i mean so like we're not gonna get another like overhaul situation where it's just like you know this rogue party is kind of in there in a round you know what i mean or like maybe but they kind
0: of were still tied to i mean uh, like league of villains and what all for one like there still was some connection yeah
2: no no there was and like i don't know i like to play with the idea that maybe like somebody else is trying this and all for one gets a hold of it and is like i'm gonna make this better because i have the infrastructure sort of thing but uh yeah like there's like i think like the nice part is is that it doesn't feel super linear and there's a like you know and like the fact that we're even having a conversation about it is a good sign right
0: yeah okay and the one other thing we need to talk about is Koichi, if he ever wants to be a hero, he really, really, really needs to work on his ability (laughs) names.
2: Ability names are dog shit.
0: I give Kirishima some grief about a punch being the super hardened punch or whatever he calls it. Like none of his abilities Red Riot Gauntlet. Yeah, something like that. Koichi named his like pulse blast Scrappy Thrust Blast. i I like we never said he was creative like i
2: mean he's like he he his costume is all might like i mean he's less creative than deku like you know what i mean like but uh so i i I do want to
1: make the point um that it is probably also a translation issue because it's he's probably saying it in english in japanese which sounds way cooler if you're a japanese speaker and you just say these like english words out loud
0: (laughs) He named himself the Crawler. The Crueler. I think no, it's the <laughs> Crawler. He's nicknamed the Crueler. Anyone that named himself the Qualt Crawler, his ability is walkling. Scrappy thrust blast is 100% what he meant to say, and I don't care if that's actually wrong in my cannon head. That makes perfect sense for Koichi. and he is a loser of a human. My cannon I like Koichi. My
2: cannon head, that is the that's the new way of saying head cannon but uh,
1: um i i don't know i I like i like it i think it's just fine i think you're a hater i think
2: i think like we're seeing like a very a very humble power creep and i'm really happy with that i'm really happy with how they're doing it because like he's he's slowly like i mean they've taken this very basic quirk and just like expanded on it so well but without being a being like ridiculous you know what i mean like his like they were even like joking. He's like, I'm like, he's he's not doing anything. He's just pissing this guy off. But I mean, the fact he can even make, um, a projectiles is like is crazy compared to like ten chapters ago when all I could do was skirt around and he could occasionally do like, the little double jump like like Mario, right? Like I mean, that was really, that was really about it.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a really good way to like do it because if you think about it. Um, you really find the limits of your quirks by taking it to those places, right? And, I mean, for most people, you don't really take your quirks to its limits ever. Like, you're a normal person. For the most part, using your quirk is probably legal, So, like, you're probably using it at a small scale only. And then finally, whenever Koichi gets put in place of where he's like, yeah, use your quirk to your fullest ability, he's like, oh, turns <laughs> out I could do a lot more than I thought with it. Which I, I think I think is, a, is a, a pretty good way to explain why he's getting... Or he's figuring all this stuff out. Um, but it's still cool to see regardless. Oh,
2: another nice thing I like, too, is that they even go back to his childhood where it was just like, yeah, I tried to propel propel the around on two feet and I just kept falling on my ass. And, like, that, because he, like, because he was a kid and he couldn't, like, try and, like, problem-solve around it, he was like, okay, I'll put three points down and then I'm stable and then they, we're good to go. There was no further exploring it at all, right? It was like, okay, this is kind of my quirk and that's it, right? Like... I really like the fact that we're seeing like such, like it's just I don't know, man. It feels so much more, uh, what's the word? Like I like I don't like maybe I guess realistic. On it feels more grounded
1: than like the whole like hey I got a new power up thing I just yeah today.
2: yeah pretty much like I guess yeah. got a new super move and now I'm working on it and stuff like that. Like no Koichi's just like he's just so much more relatable. Like like you know in a quirk society right and how he's figuring it out.
1: And I think the best part about it is like and, and the reason why I think we like it so much, if like Andrew predicted that he was gonna get this, which I think makes it make even more sense because it's like, Okay, well if you can do that, why can't you do this thing that you clearly you should be able to do? And then he just figures it out and he's like, Oh yeah, I, I, can't, I can't do that, that. yeah. And I, I think that's the beauty of it, because if we, if we compare it to someone like Deku's like abilities I guess you could kind of predict how like Deku gets new abilities and stuff like that. Like he kind kicks of,
0: harder or he punches harder. Yeah,
1: but or like uh, the the air flick or whatever. It's like okay, well, I guess technically you can get that, but it feels like more of a reach than these. where it's like, oh yeah, like he should be able to do like this, this, and this if he has this yeah. ability. And it just makes a lot more sense. Yeah, none
2: of this feels like a reach at all, and I think that's like a a, a huge thing, right? None of it feels like you're you're like you're grasping at something just to make the, the main character seem cooler right but real quick because i know we're, we're like we're pushing time like longer than we usually do i like the fact that they they refer back to knuckle duster as going too far like they're like they they, they leave his his stuff up to be like that that's not what we want to become right so i really like that they like despite the fact the character hasn't been around for like what we're looking at maybe like 10 chapters now at least
1: which is a lot because we're we're just at forty, yeah. so that's like a, a huge chunk of like the story that he hasn't been. Yeah, ex-
2: exactly right. They're using him as this like level of extremism to be like, okay, we're not, we're that's not us. We don't want to be become that, right? No, I mean Knuckle Duster had like a plan on why he was be, being as extreme as he was and stuff like that. But like, I really like that. That's how they're kind of like keeping his stuff. I got really excited because I thought they were like gonna pan over to the board and his stuff was gone. I'm like, oh, he's coming back, but like he's still he's still not back. Now. I'm, I'm upset. <laughs>
0: yeah but with that let's kind of actually move into the final two chapters which are just a big fight scenes where it, it's much more my hero-esque we see aizawa the hoda the hoda brothers and koichi all kind of work together i mean in the first chapter koichi saves aizawa and then pretty much it's aizawa like you're not supposed to do that <laughs> but do it again like the, that kind of attitude and i, and I definitely love that, that that's how kind of how pro heroes do work is like hey we know what's wrong but like you saved my life, so do it again. Yeah. So I I definitely... I like this side of Aizawa, too. This is definitely preschool Izawa, which we learned about, too. And he, he seems more chill, almost, than he does during school. And his tone fits so well
1: with, like, Vigilantes, too. Because, like, he's he's literally, like, not flashy. He's walking through the streets, just, like, kind of, like, fixing stuff up. <laughs> and, like, that feels like... It feels really real. Um, And it's a good contrast to someone like All Might, who... Like, even though he does everything, you know, for the greater good or whatever, and he's there to help people, he is a lot more flashy. He's a lot more on camera. As opposed to Aizawa, who's, like, literally walking through back alleys talking to, like, weird, like kind of shady people
2: all the time <laughs> I, lo- I love i love that he's just become like the like, like the hoda brother spot is just like his place he goes every morning and it's just like like you know like it's it's so nice and it, it, again i think it really does set the tone of aizawa that he's just a much more like again he's a much more grounded character right so i think that's a that's a really good theme to have i do want to i, I want to give credit to the the artist the last panel of 39 where Koichi's just like jumping in front of him. I, I was like I was like on the edge. I was like, how crazy of a blast are we getting with this? And you find out it's like it's nothing insane, but like it, but I mean it was enough, right? So I was I was happy. but yeah, I just I just love how there's like now this like little ragtag like team of them plus Izawa because I, I, I can't really consider Izauer ragtag.
0: I really hope we don't lose the Hoda brother Izawa. If, <laughs> if that was an, uh, if we saw them once every four chapters for the rest of the series, I'd probably be okay with yeah. that. Oh yeah, I, lo- if, I love Aizawa in there I love those two. They're, it's all great. And like, I definitely don't. I I like obviously at the end of forty, I mean Koichi puts out a uh, Kami Ha I mean like that's kind <laughs> it of looks like, like it. powering up a giant blast. So obviously this fight's probably going to end with that, or maybe not. I don't know. Um, But I feel like we're almost getting to a point where the intersection between Pop, Koichi, the vigilantes, and the police slash pro heroes are getting to a point where it can't be ignored anymore. And I really feel like this might be the turning point because Izawa recognized him too. And there was a two-way recognition that I don't think Koichi is going to get away this time without being questioned and really dug into by Aizawa because Aizawa not going to let him. Because that's pretty much what he's made for. So I really think after this fight's over in a couple chapters, maybe even next time we talk about this, that the tone of the series may start to shift coming up here because of this interaction. That I think we're at the crossing point where Koichi's kinda dangerous with his quirk now. Yeah. Well, so he can no longer be adored.
2: Yeah, they got really into the legislation of projectiles like this this particular like a uh, couple chapters, right? Like and I think that's a really good thing that they, they, they weigh in because like we like quirk use has been like pretty much like we have a broad understanding of it but with this it was like so focused on projectiles because i think of like how dangerous they are right so i'm glad they, they again they flushed that out too right
0: yeah i totally agree um is there anything else from uh the last chapters is there anything from these chapters in general and in one
2: touch on i thought i thought kamayan would do do more damage with given his size and the fact he has literal
0: like scythes but hey. like i mean that is prejudiced against people. Oh, this give time. it give but, it up, man. Just because he's big doesn't mean he's a monster. He said it himself. Well,
2: the, the, the Hoda Come brothers on. made fun of him, too, because he was, like, just big. <laughs>
0: yeah. But with that, let's move into this week's Plus Ultra recipient. For those of you who don't know, this is our weekly award where we give one character item idea, whatever you want to give it to, that went beyond that went Plus Ultra. And this week I'll start because I feel like I always push it off onto one of you, two, And I think this week is pretty obvious has to go to Koichi. I mean, between his whole All Might hoodie shenanigans early on, I loved all that, but then also developing a quirk that I predicted. So I have to kind of own up to that because I'm like, hey, Koichi's developing how I want to develop. He did Save Izawa's life. I think it's a pretty easy five chapters to give to Koichi.
2: Dylan, how about you? But- oh, James, yeah, how about right. you? Oh, oh, yeah, I want to hear Dylan's first because I like.
1: As much as I don't want to give it to him, it has to probably be Koichi. Um, he just has what? like. Why don't you want to give it to him? Because he's the main. He's the main character, main character dude. Like, it's the same off. reason as
2: uh, same reason as the main series.
1: But like, I don't know. Like, I, I I felt like his he was pretty good these couple chapters, like in in terms of like developing things, and not only that, but like um, also he just like trying to stay grounded as like grounded as well, like in the terms of like I probably shouldn't be using this. If I'm going to learn it, I really need to practice it, you know. And he also exhibited being a hero because like he's. There's huge monster going after Aizawa, and he literally jumps in front of it, like like real real hero stuff. So I like it. I give it I give it to him.
2: Yeah, it's uh, like I want I want to make an argument for Kamehameha, because he's now like woke, but uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go in on Koichi as well. Like yeah, like pretty much for both reasons you guys listed. Like I mean, he's really just exuding everything that you would kind of consider like plus ultra. So. Yeah, I'm with uh, I'm in the Koegi campus as well.
0: Heck yeah, it's like our fourth time ever agreeing on one character. So we're getting there, boys. We're leveling up on that. But with that, I think we're at the end of this week's episode of Class 1A. Do you guys want to wrap it up before we get out of here?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, make sure to tell all your friends about the Class 1A podcast and hit us with that five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you listen to us on.
1: Make sure you check out pop.com and twitter.com slash pop underscore off for updates on this podcast and all the other hype stuff we do.
0: But that'll be all for this week's episode of Class 1A. We hope to see you all back in class next Saturday.